So science, the Bible, a testimony, and the office. Uh, Josh, can you come up here, please? Uh, I need a, needed someone to help me out. So God has made us in a really unique way, Josh. Did you know that? I believe so. Some of us have hair. Some of us... Oh, right, okay. Two guys. Not that. I'm not talking about that. Does that hurt? Does that hurt right now? I'm okay. Does it hurt? No. Okay, so first of all, Josh and I hug a lot. Because we have a lot of history, and we've hugged over happy things. Yeah, for sure. Hugged over sad things, and it just feels good. Can, can we hug in front of all these people in the audience on the internet? Let's do that. Let's do it. Here we go. Oh, that's good. Now, other than now smelling like your cologne, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Does it feel good? Yeah, I feel better. It's always good. It's always good. God put in our bodies energy. And it's an amazing thing. If I'm having a good day and I hug you, you could feel that. For sure. If I'm having a bad day and I'm just doing this. Oh, man. That's... I feel that too. Yeah, it just is disgusting. Now, this is something I do with athletes, but it works for chapel as well. This is an energy stick, Josh. There's no battery in there. It just completes a circuit. So if I put my one finger on this side and I touch the other side, watch this. Awesome. And it's transferable. Hold my hand, Josh. Hold this other side. No. N- way. Okay, now watch this. Watch this. Whoa. All right. Thank you very much. You can be seated. You're done now. All right. <clears throat> if you're visiting, we clap at everything at LCU. It's like, hey, guys, the wind's blowing today. And sometimes it's a more, a more excited. We have Coke and candy. But they really like God stuff too. So here's the science behind that. I have energy. You have energy. And we can transfer that to the people around us. Now as a coach, I talk about the idea of being positive or negative. But on Thanksgiving week, I want to talk about the idea of gratefulness. If there's ever a time in our world, do you watch the news? It's usually a day or two late of what's really going on in our world. But people are so divided, so freaking out. If you're from a big city and you drive in traffic, people don't even think Santa Claus is coming to town. Do you see their faces? They're like, glad I have a toll tag. You are bad people. I mean, it's just weird anger. You go to the grocery store and you reach for something on the shelf and it's 50-50. Somebody going to bite your head off or are they going to say, oh, excuse me, you first. We need a bunch of thankfulness in our world today. So here's what the Bible says. At the end of Thessalonians, a lot of stuff's going on in that book. A lot of misconceptions of what they thought was going to happen. They were waiting for Jesus to come back and it seemed like he was taking his sweet time. And some people just quit their jobs and retired because they're like, I have nothing to do because Jesus is going to come back. And Paul had to talk to the Thessalonians and said, Hey, it may not be tomorrow. Get to work. And some of them had a very bad attitude about it because they didn't like people and they just wanted to be done with it all. So in the middle of his closing statements, here's what Paul tells this group of people. He said, rejoice always. Pray continually. Okay, we got there. Give thanks in all circumstances. Hmm. For this is God's will. I'm supposed to be thankful in all circumstances. You may not want to spend very much time with phrase today or Lisa phrase Mazingo because our families have a long tradition of ruining Thanksgiving. 
And we can laugh about it now, but my father had a pulmonary failure in the first year of our uh, marriage on Thanksgiving, lived a year, died the next Thanksgiving. My mother passed away around Thanksgiving. Her family's had tragedies around Thanksgiving. So we had to make a willful decision to be thankful. And our family's kind of strange. If you hang around with us very long, we're going to be saying, hey, why don't we call mom? And somebody will say she's dead. And I know that's a morbid thing. But we know where she is. And we know our father is. And as the Bible says, they can't come to us, but one day we'll go to them. And we rejoice in the hope of the resurrection. But that first Thanksgiving, like some of you may be facing, is rough. I'll be making a series of phone calls this week to people who've lost wives, who've lost husbands. And I will try to encourage them, but they will have to make the choice to be thankful. How do we do that? It is a choice in all circumstances. So most of you have recited this. If you even have a little bit of uh, church experience, every school that I've ever worked at, everybody takes a knee before a game and they do the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, say it with me. Thy kingdom. This is in heaven. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Usually that last part, I just like to hear people do it because it sounds like a bunch of S's. Okay, because there's some ever and ever's in there. But there's a secret in the middle of this. Give us this day our what? Today has blessings. You're like, phrase, I got two papers doing one of them's yours. Aren't you glad you get to go to college? There's blessings all around you. You're like, well, I got to go spend time in the library. Aren't you glad we have coffee? Amen. Mm. You understand I have tests. Most cool professors are walking people. Well, some of us actually believe in our contract and we're teaching. You're like, why can't you be cool? Because you're going to love class the next two days. Like, I don't understand. I got to drive back. At least you have a car to drive back. You see how far away I live? At least you have a place to call home. In all circumstances, you can always find the good. So a testimony. For the last month and a half, I've been kind of the pastor, if you will, of the Junction Church of Christ in Junction, Texas. Interesting place. Been going back and forth and putting in my schedule. One of my shepherds from the hills is a shepherd there now. He grew up there. And I'll go there and, I, and I'll speak every once in a while because Bryce Stewart was their preacher. He died last week. 45 years old, had a brain tumor, a brain cancer, passed. Four kids. One kid had already passed with an aneurysm. And in that same church, there's a young man that uh, I'm kind of their ad hoc youth minister too because I spend time with them and He's waiting on a port from Indy Anderson. He's 15, 16 years old, I think now. He's going to have to have a kidney transplant. And another young man who just came to visit a couple of weeks ago, his dad died at around 45, 46 instantly the week I was there. A lot of pain in that place. And so Saturday, I went to the memorial. 
And if you've ever seen thankfulness in all occasions, this was the most amazing service I've been to in a long time. It really didn't even feel like a funeral. And the father of Bryce, who's one of the elders, we were talking up front. And I turned around and I said, look at all these people. This isn't a funeral. It's a celebration. And the whole town showed up. The town of Junction does not have a lot of people. But half of them were in this gym. Every church group was there. Kids were there. And then something really cool happened. I went and I sat down with my friends and I noticed the Junction family and I look up and I see somebody familiar and I go to the other side of the gym and my friend Mark, the elder's like, where are you going? I said, you won't believe this. Our chief of police at LCU, Mike was there. I'm like, what are you doing there? He goes, Price was my roommate for two years at ACU. Are you kidding me? You're that guy that was, he goes, yeah. So I'm going back to my seat and I sit down and then all of a sudden I see the Turner family and they're sitting right next to me. I'm like going, what are you, what are you doing there? They're like, we're the ones who hired Bryce and Bryce in Midlothian. And then one of the speakers is a minister at the Hills. And I looked at him and I kind of waved at him like going, what in the world? And Bryce and Seth grew up together. And then as I'm just kind of standing around, I hear a name. It's Danny Allison. And I'm like, from Denver City? Yeah. Do you know Donnie Allison? Well, that's my brother. He lived with me in the dorm at LCU. Are you kidding me? And the next thing you know, all of these relationships. And tears became stories and laughter amid the tears. And as I preached yesterday morning about why we gather together as a church and you had the family down there in this community together, it was a great time as we mourned together, but at the same time chose to be thankful In the midst of a very difficult situation. It's possible. One of the last speakers is an alumni actually of LCU. Back in the days of the old Bible department. His name's Tommy. Spent a lot of time in San Angelo. And he stood up. And the last word to this community. He said. The the, uh, steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. And I thought about that and my Bible class realizes that's from the book of Lamentations. And that's an amazing book because it's a book of, of a lot of sadness. A lot of people had died. The city had been destroyed. They're in captivity. And right in the middle of it, the writer of Lamentations says, understand something that every morning, every morning, God's mercies are with us. There's always a reason to be thankful. Can you look at the person next to you and just said the sun came up? Say it again. So this week, as we gather together around tables, as you just kind of go through the stress of, I don't know if I have Thanksgiving because I waited to the last minute to write all my papers. Look in your challenges, look in your rest, look in everything around you that God has given you mercies every day to give you what you need. Look for them, make a choice to be thankful and the energy that you're going to share with people would be positive. Don't be Eeyore, please. Uh, it's going to rain. Oh, things are bad. You don't have to be Tigger because that's not true. We don't really live in a world that we have a lot of things to be excited about, but we have a lot of things to be thankful for, right? So the office, one of the last episodes, Andy Bernard, the weirdo. He said these words, which sound like scripture, but they're the office. 
I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. So after the funeral and after the sermon, my friend Mark, who's an old oil and gas guy, lives on a ranch and uh, stronger than most of us. We're putting feed out and feeding some of the animals. I went back to, you know, Cowboy Dave. I didn't have my cowboy hat on. I'll take pictures next time. Um, kind of checking all the animals. And I said, did you ever realize just how did we get this old so fast? And he goes, no, it just happens. I'm looking at people in the audience that were in my youth group. I'm looking at people in my audience I went to college with. I'm looking at people in the audience that their kids are in my classes. And they're like, how did you become a doctor? I know, right? Your kid still needs to do better. I mean, whatever the, these relationships. Time passes quickly, my friends. And this moment, this day, which is all that we're guaranteed. This moment, this day. Would you put the phone down when you go to lunch today? Would you put the phone down when you're with a friend? As you study, when you come out, will you grab somebody to get a cup of coffee with before you go back and study? Would you do those crazy things in the dorm, like actually go and talk to someone or play a Madden tournament? Play a board game. Do something that gets you out of that phone and looking at a person's life. Because you're going to realize before long, these were the good old days. And you're living in them. Every one of us in the sound of my voice, this is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice. And be glad in it. And the church said, Amen. go get some Coke and candy. Amen.